feedback and and you're listening uh, thank you can you have a blessed day semi graduated from Lander. Finally, after fifty years, finally graduated. The men said after fifty years. Yeah, man, clap finally it up. <laughs> Half a century millennial. Yeah. You know, yeah. He got my degree. And um, already finally got it. And um, this year, I plan on to use my degree. Right. Yeah. And um. I might be going to grad school now. I'm still thinking about that. It might take a couple months or a year off before I start thinking about school again. Man, I, I, I've been I've been dreading like school because I graduated last year and I'm currently in graduate school. I started what when did I start? Like in June? Yeah, June. Yeah, yeah I start I started in June of this year and I'm like halfway through my program. The only thing I'm like most concerned about is internships and you know finding that career that's uh, you know suitable in my field and everything and finally you know just living my best life you know. And so we here um, also Nameka I think you said something about going to graduate school yeah, too, and he's uh trying to get his realtor's license as well. So all black men is trying to make a move. <laughs> so just kind of look look at life on the bright side of things, and try to you know keep moving forward and advance yourself. Yeah. But for this podcast, we wanted to recap what we did last year and try to look at it as though uh, who all stuck to their New Year's resolution, how long did it take them to accomplish their goals, and if they haven't, what barriers are in their way to accomplish their goals as far as uh, their New Year's resolution or any type of things that they wanted to get done for 2018. Mm -hmm. And try to bring that over to 2019 
and figure out what is what is uh, kind of hindering you, whether it be your relationship or finances. you know finances. You know finances is a, is a big thing. You know for most people who who can't advance, it's always been finances because everything needs money. You can't use the restroom without having money. You can't eat without having yeah. money. Yeah, some yeah, places that can yeah, charge when, um, you to use the restroom. Oh, you, you can't, you can't like, wipe your butt without toilet tissue. I, I went, to, went to Atlanta to a restaurant okay. <laughs> that had to pay food before I used the bathroom. Yeah, you got to oh, be... That's a, like a lot of places. Though. That's a few places. Like, what? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like that. <laughs> but you, you have to be a paying customer. Like, people, some people have structural and foundational problems. They can't actually... They don't know how to start off with the foundation first, which should be the first thing to kind of mind is foundation. Before you find structure, what's structure up, follows suit. Joining the um, live. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, we but had uh, coffee on the ground. Yeah, so like again, uh, I would like to put the purpose out there, like why we created a uh, guy's perspective. What we wanted to do was uh, try to give those challenging answers to the questions that women ask us on a daily basis, such mm -hmm. as far as you know relationship advice, and you know why do men cheat or why do men do things a certain way? Even pronounce the obvious. You know, we're men and you're women. We would like to get in depth of, you know, why we formulate things the way we do. Yeah. On top of that, we would like to try to create some type of unity within our community of, you know, black people and as well as, you know, being a better person. So we're not, we're not trying to be racially biased or gender biased when we do this. We want to try to expand everyone's horizons. So, um, to kick it off, um, what type of new music have y'all gotten into this year? And how has it inspired you? Yeah, like, how does it inspire you? Because I've listened to a couple of, like, artists that I never heard of, and it, it made me start thinking about. Stepping out of your own personal box of music, yeah. genres that you listen to, to try to broaden your idea of what's listen out there. Listen to that mainstream radio music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's one thing I don't do anymore. I, I'm tired of listening to the radio. I don't like, know the biggest hit so far because my radio broke. So, <laughs> like, the only, I think the only radio station I listen to is the jazz one, and I think that's ninety point three or ninety point eight. Mm -hmm. That's that's the only station I listen to now because they don't play the same music. No. Every other station plays the same, same exact music, music on a loop, bro. Like and it's crazy. Yeah. That's annoying to me. But it's not a versus having a friend that will play that same song. That's oh, that's every time you yeah. see them, you your playlist gotta song. be lit, man. Yeah. I can't, I can't deal with it. Your playlist gotta be diverse like a DJ. I probably look like I'm doing something awkward because I'm trying to set up another uh, video feed. There's an open mic night happening next door. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah again, we're at Coffee Underground in Greenville, South Carolina. So, yeah, they have an open mic night at, on every Sunday at 7 o'clock. So, um, and also, they have poetry jams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's poetry pretty jam be fire. fire. It got is fire. Nice man. poetry. Nice poetry. 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 It's, we we try to be laid back and try to look at the scene and everything, but... <laughs> he did, and I like the scene. Yeah, no, he tried, he tried to get us up there, too. I was going to get on stage anyway. 
Like, yeah. Man, you can't. You, you got to. Like, yeah. <laughs> you got to. Me, for me, I never like, because I, I write poetry in different type of words, but I never like performed it. So, so I just be trying to. You don't know how good your stuff is until you get in front of that crowd. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. I've been trying to get my man to, uh, you know, throw some background music to it while, while performing everything, so. Yeah, so it's it's something that that we stay planning on. But yeah, check it into this is how we do. We don't wanna be you. You wanna be me because I'm the best and I'm. Nah, I'm cool. <laughs> Invested. So what are some what are some of the topics y'all wanna jump on? Like. I'm trying to decide like, like what topics like, you gonna do this year because last year we did oh uh, man we did music we did uh yeah man gospel, we did um, relationship goals we did uh drinking we did drinking oh, so what's the idea yeah, of relationship yeah, we did drinking yeah we did we did we we touched on uh a lot of topics last year and we want to try to bring that same type of energy into this year uh as well as actually. Go above and beyond what we did last year because we yeah. we did slack a whole lot last year. Yeah, we stopped it. Mm-hmm. We, we started from we, January and we stopped. It stopped around when I kind of June and July. Yeah, when I first started school, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I'll take blame for that. Um, I guess we could count that as being laziness. So that's something that you know we have to uh, focus. On within ourselves, yeah, just yeah. having consistency. So when, so when I talk about this is when I'm bringing that subject up was was because y'all talking about New Year's resolutions. I know there's a lot of people always every single year. I've only been in the world for 25 years, but you said Nadia. But oh no, inside there. <laughs> Yeah, but from my general understanding is this, a lot of people like to say, well, my New Year's resolution this year is I'm not going to let the BS bother me, the drama bother me, yeah. all that stuff of that nature, anything in a negative sense to bother me. But as the day of New Year's Eve, everything that you say you wasn't going to let bother you, let bother you on New Year's Eve. And then when the ball finally drops, New Year's doesn't happen. You still, yeah, still carry the same yeah. thing that you just said. It mm-hmm. It's not going to just like bother. Yeah. yeah. So why bring, so why say and set yourself up for that type of failure, venting it out into words? I mean, I understand those of you who are religious, you speak it up your tongue and it becomes, it becomes reality. That's understandable. But if you're not saying <coughs> what you're doing with your Excuse time me. and how you address those who become the obstacles that's going to hinder you from getting from point A to point B, which is from, how I want to say this? It's hard. It's hard. How I want to say this? I mean, it's like this, man. You gotta, you gotta understand that everything, everything you do runs in cycles. Mm-hmm. And no matter what you do personally, you're gonna fall within that cycle. And like currently, I'm, I'm in a class called uh, Social Psychology and Aggression. And we, we talk about how even without your act of aggr- aggression, you still fall within the lines of someone else's aggression. And it's because... You answer to it. Not even that, man. It's, it's not even that, man. It's, it's more so the fact of be either being in the wrong place at the wrong time or it's just the, 
a social dependence that you have to be within someone's limelight to try to, I guess, straight them away from aggression or straight them away from anything negative. Like, you always have to be someone's positive light. So, no matter what, you're going to fall within something negative in order to get something positive out of it. Yeah. But a lot of people do that, so... What I want to know is this, how many people are actually looking forward to breaking cycles? Because I know people here all the time, your generation is this, your generation is that. We're all in the same generation. It's, I see it like this, the people who came before us, it was their job to line everything up in order for us to come in now. And the people before them, it was their job to do the same thing. The, the problem is, nobody's taking accountability and taking credit for their messing up, their fuck up. And that's wrong. Because how, how do you expect a child to know right from wrong if you cannot sit that child down and explain to them what they did right and what they did wrong and why did you punish them and why you have these certain punishments set up for when they do wrong. You can't expect that child to change anything if all you do is beat them and beat them and beat them, not telling them what they did wrong. And you're just doing it out of anger. Now you just abusing. <laughs> that turns to abuse. It's not. A, it's not discipline anymore. It turns into abuse. Yeah. What turns it into discipline is this: you're telling your child, okay, hey, your child sees the stove is hot. You tell your child the stove is hot. Your child has the curious mind and say, okay, they never know. They have never ever experienced what hot was, what a hot stove is. So they want to take their little hand and want to put it on top of that stove. They burn themselves. Mm-hmm. What's your first reaction to that? Checking to see that child's well-being is intact. You want to cut that behind because you already told them prior to them doing that. Mm-hmm. Or three, you're trying to de-escalate the situation by disciplining them and letting them know what they did wrong. I'm going to take two. I'm going to take two of those things out of there. I'm going to see how my child's doing mm-hmm. because it's only right to see what's going on with my child and make sure they are right and safe from that point on. And then I'm going to go ahead and speak to them in a disciplinary way, basically letting them know, okay, this is what you did that was wrong. Even though I've already told you what you've done wrong, what you're going to do wrong, you decided to take the upon yourself to experience yourself. So you took the hard way out. From, my, from that point on, all I'm going to do is ask them this. What did you learn from what you just did? Did you learn that the stove is hot? Did you learn to listen to what daddy has told you? And then most of the time my daughter would say, yes, and she's only two years old. That's yeah. yeah, overall overall the uh the takeaway is uh is basically even if you fail, are you learning something from your mistakes? No, are you trying to are you do you have enough courage to actually be one of the people that wanna break the cycle of what's being so called said against you, even though you have no obligation to do so. I mean everybody have their own way of life, they wanna follow the routes that they wanna follow. And People are going to do what they want to do regardless. But do you want to live of the examples that was told upon you? Like, say, it's your generation's fault for what's going on now. I have nothing to do with what's going on now. I didn't indulge into it. I didn't add that fire to this. I didn't start riots. I didn't start killing people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But my generation is being attacked by it and being attacked for it because of all those who came before us and who actually sits down and watch it. But it's the people before us job to actually instill in us the knowledge and understanding of what's right and wrong. 
So I take it upon myself to want to change that from for my own individual self to better me. Another thing is this. If you learn something a day, learn something new a day, you don't waste your brain away. If you take out the time to learn something that you don't know, always want to learn knowledge. Obtain it. Knowledge is power. Nobody can take that from you. Yeah. So, um, basically, the, the purpose of this podcast is to uh, uh, recap from 2018's... To 2019's. Recap from 2018's uh, when we initially started A Guy's Perspective and try to bring it closer to what we're trying to do this year as far as what we're going forward with. Because uh, we brought a lot of topics as far as, uh, you know, rela- with relationships. We talked about promiscuity versus, you know, sexual freedom. And we watched and, the, um, She Gotta Have a Movie. Yeah, and we watched, we did a recap of or review mm-hmm. of She's Gotta Have It, the movie plus the TV, series. The TV television series. And he's he's doing a new season. season. He's, do, he's doing a new season of that. So... Again, this year we're we're definitely going to revisit uh, promiscuity versus sexual freedom, but probably not in a sense of that topic. So we're going to try to keep it as plain and direct. If you don't understand something, we'll be definitely to uh, explain it because we do keep comments open at the bottom. And um, also we want to uh, revisit... Uh, marriage, you know, how how soon should you wait or how late you should you wait, because again, he's the only guy in the group that's married right now. I used to be married. I'm divorced. <laughs> My brother used to be married. <laughs> yes. And so, um, and I'm gonna tell you it's going to be, and it's going to be, it's going to be two different sides of that when we revisit that topic, and we'll release the whole list of, you know, scheduling for the whole month about what we're going to do for topics as far as, you know, our music. And mm-hmm. we're going to keep trying to uh, focus on some things that you have questions about. So, ooh. Manny. How long have you been married? How long have you been So, again... For those who just joined us, I'm not sure. Uh, Yeah, we're just recapping from last year's A Guy's Perspective. And rate on the Anchor app. Uh, Under A Guy's Perspective, Darius Gibson, which... Which one did y'all like better? Our last one was about misogyny noir, and that's uh, it's kind of like misogyny, but more so a hate towards black women or the undervalue of black women. We haven't done that yet, and that's something we're gonna also do is uh, support the topic supporting black businesses or starting your own business. Because uh, I have some friends or coworkers who who are starting businesses or who was in the entrepreneurial field or in the realty the realtor business. In the Mecca, he's he's getting his realtor's license. He's in progress of doing that. 
So it, it helps out to support people who's doing something to not only better themselves, but the community itself. Oh, I just got a pain. Did she do that for me? So, we're not going to try to be long-winded about this. We just want just uh, message Brandon. If you got his info, message me. If you have my info again, I'm Darius Gibson. You can follow us both on Instagram. My Instagram is PendyForLife underscore music. The music is M-U-Z-I-K. And mine is ScorpioLone underscore Wolf69. And you can, my, my page is open. Uh, you can comment. Uh, what you guys want to see for next year and I mean this year, this year. and what you guys want to see as far as uh, collaborating with other you know groups or people and don't forget to like our page on Facebook a guy's perspective uh, we're still working as far as getting the YouTube channel started so we can keep it uh, streamlining from there and I do use the anchor app so if you if you have the anchor app, we're we're on there, a guy's perspective. Um, so thank you guys for all your support, and thank you for just taking the time out to even look at this. <laughs> yeah, stopping as you scroll. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, again, this is a guy's perspective. I'm Darius Gibson. Brandon Pendergrass. And this Brian Gibson. All right. And, uh, down here right now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got some more people to collab with, but we'll we'll get them to you. Peace. Are we live right now? Oh, we live. We live. We live. Oh, what's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? God's perspective of the new year, 2019. God's perspective. Darius, Yeah. Sim, Brandon so. Pendergrass, the Mecca. And then I got my brother Brian right Brian there. Gibson. What's going on? How y'all doing tonight? So, we're going to start this year off talking about New Year's Revolution. What is your New Year's ideas for, like, progressing? And also, what happened on last year that... This this year won't happen. What's your thoughts on what's the New Year's gonna bring? What goals you got to achieve this year? You know, my goal is you no. Know, last year I gra- um in the semi graduated from Lander. Finally, after 50 years, finally graduated. The men said 50 years. Yeah, man, clap finally it up. <laughs> Half a century millennial. Yeah, got my degree. And, um, Brody finally got it. And um, this year, I plan on to use my degree. Right. Yeah. And um, I might be going to grad school now. I'm still thinking about that. It might take a couple months or a year off before I start thinking about school again. So, Man, I, I I've been I've been dreading like school, cause I graduated last year. And I'm currently in graduate school. I started, what, when did I start? Like in June? Yeah, June. Yeah, yeah I, start, I started in June. 
of this year, and I'm like halfway through my program. The only thing I'm like most concerned about is internships and you know finding that career that's uh, you know suitable in my field and everything, and finally you know just living my best life, you know. And so we here um, also in the Mecca. I think you said something about going to graduate school too, and he's uh, trying to get his realtor's license as well. So all black men is trying to make a move. <laughs> so just kind of look look at life on the bright side of things, and try to you know keep moving forward and advance yourself. Yeah. But for this podcast, we wanted to recap what we did last year and try to look at it as though uh, who all stuck to their New Year's resolution, how long did it take them to accomplish their goals, and if they haven't, what barriers are in their way to accomplish their goals. As far as uh, their New Year's resolution or any type of things that they wanted to get done for 2018, Mm -hmm. and try to bring that over to 2019 and figure out what is is, kind of hindering you whether it be your relationship or, finances. you know, finances. You know, finances is a, is a big thing, you know, for most people who who can't advance. It's always been finances because everything needs money. You can't use the restroom without having money. You can't eat without having yeah. money. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, when um, you charge oh, you can't, you can't oh, wipe your butt without toilet tissue. I, I went, to, went to Atlanta to a restaurant okay. <laughs> that had to pay food. Yeah, you gotta oh, that's be. That's like a lot of places. Though. That's a few places. Like, what? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like that. <laughs> but you, you have to be a paying customer. Like, people, some people have structural and foundational problems. They can't actually. They don't know how to start off with the foundation first. What should be the first thing to kind of mind is foundation before you find structure. Because what's up, structure people? follows through. Joining the um, live. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Life? Yeah, but, uh, coffee on the ground. Yeah, so like, again, uh, I would like to put the purpose out there, like why we created uh, Guy's Perspective. What we wanted to do was uh, try to give those challenging answers to the questions that women ask us on a daily basis, such as far as, you know, relationship advice and, you know, why do men cheat or why do men do things a certain way, even pronounced the obvious, you know, we're men and you're women. We would like to get in depth of, you know, why we formulate things the way we do. Yeah. On top of that, we would like to try to create some type of unity within our community of, you know, black people and as well as, you know, being a better person. So we're not, we're not trying to be racially biased or gender biased when we do this. We want to try to expand everyone's horizons. So, um, to kick it off, um, what type of new music have y'all gotten into this year, and... How has it inspired you? Yeah, like, how does it inspire you? Because I've listened to a couple of, like, artists that I never heard of, and it, it made me start thinking about... Stepping out of your own personal box of music. Yeah. yeah. Genres that you listen to. Try to broaden your idea of what's Listen out there. Listen to that mainstream radio music. 
Oh, oh, that's one thing I don't do anymore. I, I'm tired of listening to the radio. I don't know like, biggest hit so far because my radio broke. So like, <laughs> the only, I think the only radio station I listen to is the jazz one, and I think that's ninety point three or ninety point eight. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only station I listen to now because they don't play the same music. No, every other station plays the same, same exact music, music on a loop, bro. Like and it's crazy. Yeah. That's annoying to me. But it's not a versus having a friend that will play that same song. That's, oh, that's every time you yeah. see them, your yeah, playlist gotta be lit, man. Yeah. I can't, I can't deal with it. Your playlist gotta be diverse like a DJ. I probably look like I'm doing something awkward because I'm trying to set up another uh, video feed. There's an open mic night happening next door. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah again, we're at Coffee Underground in Greenville, South Carolina. That's why, that's why, that's so, uh, mic night every Sunday. Yeah, they have an open mic night at, on every Sunday at 7 o'clock. So, um, and also, they have poetry jams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's poetry pretty jam be fire. fire. It got is fire. Nice poetry. Nice poetry. I'm about to my poetry. Poetry through. Nah, we, we thought about um, performing plenty of times, man, but it's. We, we try to be laid back and try to look at the scene and everything, but... <laughs> he did, and I like the scene. Yeah, no, he tried, he tried to get us up there, too. I was going to get on stage anyway, but he was just like, you can't, you got to. Yeah. For me, I never like, because I, I write poetry and different type of words, but I never, like, performed it. So, so I just be trying to... You don't know how good your stuff is until I know, yeah. right? Yeah. I've been trying to get my man to, uh, you know, throw some background music to it while while performing everything. So, yeah. So it's it's something that that we stay planning on. But yeah, check it into this is how we do. We don't wanna be you. You wanna be me because I'm the best and I'm. Nah, I'm <laughs> Mm. So what are some what are some of the topics y'all wanna jump on? Like I'm trying to decide like, like what topics like, you gonna do this year because last yeah. year we did oh, uh, man. we did music, we did uh yeah, man. gospel, we did um, relationship goals, we did uh drinking. We did drinking. So what's the idea yeah, of relationship? We did drinking. Yeah, we did we did we we touched on uh a lot of topics last year and we wanna try to bring that same type of energy into this year. Uh, as well as actually go above and beyond what we did last year because we yeah. we did slack a whole lot last year. Yeah, we stopped it. Mm-hmm. We started from we, January and we stopped it. It stopped around when I kind of June and July. Yeah, when I first started school, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I'll take blame for that. Um, I guess we could count that as being laziness. So that's something that you know we have to uh, focus. On within ourselves, yeah, just yeah. having consistency. So when, so when I talking about this is when I'm bringing that subject up was was because y'all talking about New Year's resolutions. I know there's a lot of people always every single year. I've only been in the world for 25 years, but you said Nadia. Yeah. But oh uh, nah. no, Moody inside there. <laughs> Yeah, but from my general understanding is this, a lot of people like to say, well, my New Year's resolution this year is I'm not going to let the BS bother me, the drama bother me, yeah. all that stuff of that nature, anything in a negative sense to bother me. But as the day of New Year's Eve, 
everything that you say you wasn't gonna let ball you let ball you on New Year's Eve. And then when the ball finally drops, New Year's doesn't happen. You still carry, yeah, you still carry the same yeah. thing that you just said. It mm-hmm. It's not gonna just like ball cat. Yeah. yeah. So why bring? So why say and set yourself up for that type of failure? Venting it out into words. I mean, I understand those of you who are religious. You speak it up your tongue, and it comes. It becomes reality. That's understandable. But if you're not finding <coughs> what you're doing with your Excuse time, or how you address those who become the obstacles that's going to hinder you from getting from point A to point B, which is from how I want to say this. It's hard. It's hard. How I want to say this? I mean, it's like this, man. You gotta, you gotta understand that everything, everything you do runs in cycles. Mm-hmm. And no matter what you do personally, you're gonna fall within that cycle. And like currently, I'm, I'm in a class called uh, Social Psychology and Aggression. And we, we talk about how even without your act of aggr- aggression, you still fall within the lines of someone else's aggression. And it's because... You asked me. Not even that, man. It's, it's not even that, man. It's, it's more so the fact of be either being in the wrong place at the wrong time or it's just a, a social dependence that you have to be within someone's limelight to try to, I guess straight them away from aggression or straight them away from anything negative. Like, you always have to be someone's positive light. So, no matter what, you're going to fall within something negative in order to get something positive out of it. But a lot of people do that, so what I want to know is this. How many people are actually looking forward to breaking cycles? Because I know people here all the time, your generation is this, your generation is that. We're all in the same generation. It's, I see it like this. The people who came before us, it was their job to line everything up in order for us to come in now. And the people before them, it was their job to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. The, the problem is nobody's taking accountability and taking credit for their messing up, their fuck up. And that's wrong. Because how, how do you expect a child to know right from wrong if you cannot sit that child down and explain to them what they did right and what they did wrong and why did you punish them and why you have these certain punishments set up for when they do wrong. You can't expect that child to change anything if all you do is beat them and beat them and beat them, not telling them what they did wrong, and you're just doing it out of anger. Now you just abusing. <laughs> that turns to abuse. It's not, a, it's not discipline anymore. It turns into abuse. Yeah. What turns it into discipline is this. You're telling your child, okay, hey, your child sees the stove is hot. You tell your child the stove is hot. Your child has the curious mind to say, okay, they never know, they have never ever experienced what hot was, what a hot stove is. So they want to take their little hand and want to put it on top of that stove. They burn themselves. Mm-hmm. What's your first reaction to that? Checking to see that child's well-being intact. You want to cut that behind because you already told them prior to them doing that. Mm-hmm. Or three, you're trying to Yes, get the situation by disciplining them and letting them know what they did wrong. I would take two. I'm going to take two of those things out of there. I'm going to see how my child's doing mm-hmm. because it's only right to see what's going on with my child and make sure they're all right and safe from that point on. And then I'm going to go ahead and speak to them in a disciplinary way, basically letting them know, okay, this is what you did that was wrong. 
even though I've already told you what you've done wrong, what you're going to do wrong, you decided to take the plan yourself to experience yourself. So you took the hard way out. From my, from that point on, all I'm gonna do is ask him this: What did you learn from what you just did? Did you learn that the stove is hot? Did you learn to listen to what Daddy has told you? And then most of the time, my daughter would say yes, and she's only two years old. That's how yeah. she turned. Yeah. Overall, overall, the uh, the takeaway is uh, is basically even if you fail, are you learning something from your mistakes? No, are you trying to? Are you? Do you have enough courage to actually be one of the people that want to break the cycle of what's being so-called said against you? Even though you have no obligation to do so. I mean, everybody have their own way of life. They want to follow the routes that they want to follow. And people are going to do what they want to do regardless. But do you want to live of the examples that was told upon you? Like, say, it's your generation's fault for what's going on now. I have nothing to do with what's going on now. I didn't indulge into it. I didn't add that fire to this. I didn't start riots. I didn't start killing people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But my generation is being attacked by it and being attacked for it because of all those who came before us and who actually sit down and watch it. But it's the people before us job to actually instill in us the knowledge and understanding of what's right and wrong. So I take it upon myself to want to change that for, for my own individual self to better me. Mm-hmm. Another thing is this. If you learn something a day, learn something new a day, you don't waste your brain away. If you take out the time to learn something that you don't know, always want to learn knowledge. Obtain it. Knowledge is power. Nobody can take that from you. Yeah. yeah. So, um... Basically, the the purpose of this podcast is to uh, uh, recap from 2018's to 2019's. Recap from 2018's uh, when we initially started a guy's perspective, and try to bring it closer to what we're trying to do this year as far as what we're going forward with, because uh, we brought a lot of topics as far as. Uh, you know, relate with relationships. We talked about promiscuity versus you know sexual freedom. And we watched and, the um, she gotta have a movie. Yeah, and we watched. We did a recap of or review mm-hmm. of she's gotta have it. The movie plus the TV series. the TV television series, and he's he's doing a new season. season he's doing he's doing a new season of that. So again, this year we we're, we're definitely gonna revisit. Uh, promiscuity versus sexual freedom, but probably not in a sense of that topic. So we're gonna try to keep it as plain and direct. If you don't understand something, we'll be definitely to uh, explain it because we do keep comments open at the bottom. And um, also, we want to uh, revisit uh, marriage. You know how how soon should you? wait or how late you should you wait because again he's the only guy in the group that's married right now i used to be married i'm divorced. my brother used to be married yes and so um and i'm gonna tell you it's gonna be and it's gonna be it's gonna be two different sides of that when we revisit that topic and we'll release the whole list of you know scheduling for the whole month about what we're gonna do for topics as far as you know our music and 
-hmm. we're going to keep trying to uh, focus on some things that you have questions about. So, ooh. Manny. How long have you been Manny? But, uh, how long have you been so again, for those who just joined us, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, we're just recapping from last year's a guy's perspective and rate on the Anchor app. Uh, under a guy's perspective, Darius Gibson, which. Which one did y'all like better? Our last one was about Massage Noir, and that's uh, it's kind of like misogyny, but more so a hate towards black women or the undervalue of black women. We haven't done that yet. And that's something we're going to also do is uh, support the topic supporting black businesses or starting your own business. Because uh, I have some friends or co-workers who, who are starting businesses or who was in the entrepreneurial field or in the realty, realtor business. In the Mecca, he's he's getting his realtor's license. He's in progress of doing that. So it, it helps out to support people who's doing something to not only better themselves, but the community itself. Oh, I just got a pain. Did she do that for me? Yeah. We're not going to try to be long-winded about this. We just want just uh, message Brandon if you got his info. Message me if you have my info. Again, I'm Darius Gibson. You can follow us both on Instagram. My Instagram is Pindy for Life underscore music. The music is M-U-Z-I-K. And mine is Scorpio Lone underscore Wolf sixty nine, and you can my my page is open. Uh, you can comment uh, what you guys want to see for next year, and I mean this year, and what you guys want to see as far as uh, collaborating with other you know groups or people. And don't forget to like our page on Facebook, a guy's perspective. Uh, we're still working as far as getting the YouTube channel started so we can keep it uh, streamlining from there. And I do use the Anchor app, so if you if you have the Anchor app, we're, we're on there, a guy's perspective. Um, so thank you guys for all your support, and thank you for just taking the time out to even look at this. <laughs> yeah, stopping as you scroll. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, this is a guy's perspective. I'm Darius Gibson. Brandon Pendergrass. And this Brian Gibson. All right. And, uh, down here right now. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got some more people to collab with, but we'll we'll get them to you. Peace. Will we?